Amen. I believe he wants to come into this room. Already he's here, by the way. I, want, I believe he wants to touch each one of us at the point of our need and just, listen, I'm not going to tell you he's here to solve every problem this in the next hour that you have. But I am here to tell you he's here to meet you and give you faith that you can face anything you're facing. Come on, amen. You can deal with, you can handle anything that comes your way when you have God on your side. Come on, amen. With, with man or any man's solutions, there's really very limited hope. But with God... All things are possible. So here's what I'd like you to do this morning. Open your Bibles to Isaiah chapter 54, if you would, please. And I want to look at a verse of scripture with you this morning, sort of to set the tone. And we're talking to, today about uh, a uh, supernatural perspective, a divine perspective uh, that leads to uh, a, a supernatural breakthrough. And I started this message a couple of weeks ago, and I sort of want to continue it with you this morning, and uh, just make sure, and probably next week too, and make sure we get this, this whole understanding ground into our thinking uh, really well. Isaiah 54 is a verse of scripture that is just filled with a lot of intent and uh, a lot of direction and I've known this verse probably since I was a young teenager at least and all of you if you don't have your Bible would even remember it and I think we've got it up on the board yeah it says this in the King James sing O barren sing you that did not bear break forth into singing and cry aloud you that did not travail with child, for more are the children of the desolate than the children of the married wife, says the Lord. Now that verse of scripture is filled with phenomenal promise to us. And as a way of reminding you of the message from two weeks ago, we talked about supernatural perspective and the that and the, the ability for a perspective that will change in us concerning God will produce a turnaround in our life uh, in my life in your life and in our circumstances but you have to have the right perspective about the situation. You have to get for yourself God's perspective uh, when viewing your life and your circumstances. In fact, you've got to get God's perspective so much so that you can even, without circumstance or situation or problems, you can just look at your life and see your place in history, see why you were born for such a time as this, see what God is doing in the earth, see all these things when you get God's perspective. But when you limit yourself to your own natural inclinations or your own uh, knowledge or even knowledge that is inputted into you, your perspective is going to miss the big picture of what God wants to do. That kind of turnaround that's produced by a God perspective is an abrupt and an unexpected change. It isn't something that naturally happens. It isn't something that you would... Uh, 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 look at or observe and say, well, this was making its way here all this while. No, 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 no. With God, it always seems like it's suddenly. 
And that's how God does to supernatural. And there may even be a few of you here this morning that had a suddenly uh, in your spirit all week long. And I'm here to let you know you're not crazy and you're not far from base because a turnaround is an unexpected and abrupt uh, change, especially a change, watch, that results in a favorable condition. Now, there's a perspective right there. God is a good God, number one. And perspective number two, he means to do you good. Come on, amen. Some of you wonder about that, but that's the truth. I'm expecting some sudden changes working in my life, working in my favor, working in a way that I'm going to be blessed because God is a blessing God and he's going to bless me in an outrageous manner. So when you talk about the supernatural, you're talking about something that is, the Bible says, exceedingly, abundantly, going beyond all that you can ask or think. In other words, your perspective won't make it. It's going to go beyond what you think about it. Even when you think about blessing, his goes beyond that. You've got only so much. He goes well beyond. In other words, when you're talking about the supernatural, you're talking about something happening in your life or in your space or in your uh, environment that you can't explain to anybody. And when you're talking a supernatural turnaround, you're talking about God visiting an area to work it in your favor, watch, in a blink of an eye. All of a sudden it turns around. It's abrupt, it's instant, it just happened and you don't even know what happened, but it happened. In other words, you're talking about waking up this morning one way and going to bed another way. That's how quick it happened. And I came to preach to you today a releasing message and I'm anticipating that even as I preach to you this morning, someone is going to listen to the message, pick up my preaching spirit in the realm of the spirit and God is going to work out everything on your behalf quickly. Come on, amen. I heard Chris pray it over the offering. Jobs and increases and promotions and whatever else, it can happen quickly. So a supernatural turnaround is when God steps into your world and changes your world upside down. And when God steps into your world, listen, he, how do I explain it any better, but he turns things. It was going in one direction, but he turns it. And I have some news for some of you here this morning. He's changing your world. You may not know it, but he's changing your world even as I speak to you today. Now, I know that sounds religious or churchy, kind of cliche-ish, but I don't care what it sounds like. I'm committed today, I feel I got a word for you, to preach to you today and let you know your world as you know it is getting ready to change. And know this, whenever God changes your world, it's always, always, always working in your favor. Come on, amen. Man, just thank him for the change this morning. Amen. I thank you, Lord. Do you understand when God moves in, God moves into your world, what God does, he steps between you and your situation. You're in the middle of a battle with your situation and it's like God is this mean bad fella kind of thing and he doesn't ask any questions. 
He doesn't second guess himself. He doesn't delay or get stressed or distressed over it. He doesn't care what the other side brought to the fight. He just steps in, stands in the middle of you and your situation, and tells and declares to your situation, if you want to go any further with him or her, you will first have to deal with me. When God steps in between, he fights your battle. He says, Jerry, step back a little. I got this. I, I, just step back. I've got this. Put your hands down. I got this. Actually, put your hands up. And you don't have to sweat this thing. You don't have to stress this thing. Uh-huh. You don't have to. Listen, when God sees that your spirit can't go any further, he steps into the middle of that mess and tells your mess, line up or get out. Come on, amen. Some of you need to tell your situation, line up or get out. So let, let's talk about the supernatural. When, when you do talk about the supernatural, I said it a little bit earlier, this is the realm where all things are possible. If you only believe. That's what the scripture says. It's interesting, I mentioned to you last time I spoke two weeks ago, every Christian I know repeats that verse. But I don't think every Christian that repeats that verse believes that verse. Yes. Because they continue to look at their perspective concerning the situation. That isn't a your perspective verse. That is a his perspective verse. That's trying to get your eyes in a different view. A point of view. But listen, I, I, I recognize this and I thought about this this week. I would say something like, all things are possible. But come on now, and don't lie, you've been believing maybe for years for some things, and it hasn't happened yet. And so this is another supernatural scripture. This is not, listen, I repeat this, this is not a scripture that helps us find rich fulfillment in the natural realm that we live in. You're going to have to keep up here for a second. So here we are, we're trying to live in this world looking for fulfillment of God's word in some cases that are only applicable, listen to me, when you have been transferred into the supernatural realm. So the devil is assigned to keep you ignorant so he can keep you weary and keep you disappointed and keep you frustrated. Well, pastor, I've been, been believing God for this and I've been believing God for that and I've been trusting God for this and I've been trusting God for that and now here you are, I don't know how long later, but you are frustrated and you are unfulfilled. In the supernatural, you don't have the comprehension to explain what happens because God just steps in, he fixes the situation, and then God just keeps on moving. <laughs> I'm going to see if I can't get this in your brain today. Let me break it down for you a little bit. So here you are. You're in a mess right now. But God has already turned your situation 
The problem is you just haven't caught up to it yet. In other words, you're trying to deal with a turnaround God who is talking to you from a turnaround perspective while you're over here looking for answers based on where you are and not from his turnaround position. You're over here trying to figure things out based on what you're dealing with day after day or whatever the case may be. He's already taken care of the problem over here. It's just that you don't have his perspective on this thing. And he's wanting to change our perspective. God has already turned things around over here. But you're still over here trying to talk to God from where you are positioned. And God is answering you, but he's answering you from a turnaround position. But because you're still in the natural realm, you can't understand hardly a word of what he's saying. Because he's talking from a supernatural turnaround position or from a turnaround perspective. So when he says to you out of his word and makes it clear all things are possible, you're going, well, yeah, I believe, hallelujah, but I don't know about this thing. Come on. You're not that holy. I do that, and I'm holier than you. But God is saying all things are possible over here because it's already been taken care of. Come on. Oh, I got two amens. Okay, you're still not getting this fully. So let me see if I can help you. Because God is a turnaround God. God, watch, does not get stuck in what is happening in the now. We get stuck, but he doesn't get stuck. Because all we know is this right here. But God deals with us over here from our delivered state. <laughs> oh, it was good. But if, if a few had listened, we'd have somebody running an aisle right now. See, all we know is this. But God deals with us from that delivered state. That's why, let me help you understand. God is not intimidated by your pain. Because you're in pain in the now, but God is looking at your delivered state tomorrow or next week. Let me give you a scripture. Eli, Eli, Leme, Sebachthani. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Who said that? Jesus. Whoa. Do you think he meant it? Come on, amen. God, watch. The Father did not step down off his throne to remove Jesus off the cross. He left him where? On the cross. You're starting to get this a little bit. Because God 
now it's going to sound rough, so listen and watch the whole thing. Keep it in context. Is no longer paying attention to the cross. The act of obedience by Jesus has already been completed. He went to the cross. What's God doing? He's over here looking at the resurrection. Oh, I'm going to be here a long time. So what did, what God did before he released Jesus to come down from heaven to earth, God had already settled the resurrection. It was already done. God knew who would betray Jesus. He knew who would deny Jesus. But God, I'll say it in a rough way, but he had to get Jesus on a cross because the resurrection was already settled. Do you understand what I'm talking about? Ladies and gentlemen, Jesus only chose Judas as a disciple because God had already assigned Judas as the betrayer. God, listen, God didn't take a step back or two over Judas's behavior. No. It was in the plan. Oh, Lord have mercy. As bad as God may have felt about the death of his son Jesus on the cross, he did not stop his death. He let him die. Glory to God. He let him die. Why? Because he knew three days later. You count them. One, two, three. There's going to be a resurrection. Oh, hallelujah. I'm, come on, at least act like it is good news. You think about this. So oftentimes, the counsel that God gives us goes against logic. Oftentimes, the counsel that God gives us makes no sense logically. Do you understand? No matter what you've gone through or are going through, God already has a resurrection in store. Come on, amen. See, I, I have then, when I have that, and I'm dealing with my problem, I have a different perspective on things. <laughs> Come on. I'll either be resurrected here or I'll be resurrected there. I'm going to have a resurrection. God has already settled it. God's already taken care of it. The day I made a commitment to Jesus Christ, I got into his plan. I got right where I need. I lined myself up with God. Now, now here is this verse of scripture that we read this morning. And this case is made in this text this morning. Listen what it says. Sing, O barren woman. <laughs> you who never bore a child. Burst into song and shout for joy. Shout 
for joy. That's what he's saying. All right, this is where all the sleepy people are going to lose their second victory here this morning. You go on and get your rest. This word sing means to rejoice. Also means to celebrate. Rejoice or celebrate, in other words. That's fine until you get to the next two words. Barren woman. Oh, barren one. When you're talking about barrenness, you're talking about a person who is unfulfilled. You're talking about a person who is unfruitful. You're talking about a person who is unproductive. You're talking about a person who, uh, without an ability, an inability to reproduce or produce anything in their life. And God comes along and says, sing, O barren. That does not compute with logic. You don't say to someone, Rejoice, O unfruitful person. <laughs> you don't say to someone, Celebrate, you unproductive one. <laughs> you don't say to someone, Have a big celebration, all of you who have nothing to show for it. That's what he's saying. Okay, so let me come back. Oftentimes, the counsel of God goes against natural or human logic. Oftentimes, ladies and gentlemen, God will ask you to do things that make no apparent sense to where you're presently at, positionally. Oh, that doesn't make any sense. Oh, God, no, 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 no. You can't. That cannot be God. I rebuke you, Satan. Get behind me. I'm unproductive in this season. Oh, Pastor, I've had a dry season. I got nothing to show for this year so far. And here you're telling me to celebrate. It doesn't seem right for you to ask me to celebrate my unproductivity. See, this scripture confirms to me then that in this verse, if God, watch, is requiring an action that would begin the process of your turnaround, this confirms to me, dear ones, listen, watch this, that there is a partnership in this supernatural turnaround that has to take place. There is a coming together of humanity and divinity. God takes his super and puts it on your natural. <laughs> and that's how you have a supernatural turnaround. See, God is not going to operate supernaturally and God isn't going to perform a supernatural work without you. It doesn't happen. That's what we see in this text here. So he says, the craziest thing you could possibly tell somebody that's barren, sing. Go ahead, rejoice. Celebrate. Have a great, just lift your hands up and shout. Go ahead, just be happy, O barren one. 
you that did not bear. Listen, the fact that you're in a dry season or whatever, the fact that the answer has not yet appeared, the fact that the promise that he promised you has not yet come forth, the fact that the healing hasn't yet taken place, the fact that the situation hasn't turned around, the fact that the marriage hasn't gotten back together, the fact that the uh, finances are still, the fact that... None of those facts intimidate him one little bit. He is not disturbed. Well, God, what are you going to see about me? What are you saying, God? Oh, I got a word for you, God says. Sing. Uh, uh, something different this time around. God, let's try that again. Celebrate. Uh, Let me see if I can make it clear to you, God. Uh, no, here's the word, Jer. Rejoice. Rejoice. Oh, God, I need your help. I need your deliverance. Okay, let's go. Sing. So it becomes clearer and clearer to me then that God works with us in supernatural partnership for supernatural turnarounds. He, now, now watch this. He removes people from their comfort zones and throws them into the unknown where his capacity overshadows their ability. And they then participate in this turnaround ministry of the God they serve, not even realizing they participated. So here in this text, the barren woman, <laughs> hallelujah, this really gets me going, was being used by God to initiate her turnaround. God is saying to her, ah, dear woman, I'm ready to turn it around. As soon as you get started. So what does he do? He says, sing. O barren one. Just go ahead and sing. Sing, O barren. He says, rejoice, O unproductive one. He says, celebrate, unfruitful woman. He says, find something to shout about those of you who are in a dry season or a tough situation. And he doesn't stop there. He goes on and says, burst into singing and shout for joy right while you are barren. Do you, are you getting this at all? I want the guys to come up and pass out the communion here and I want you to hold it as it's being passed out but I, I really believe God wants to do something here with us this morning in just a few moments that is going to turn your situation totally around this morning and it's going to require your participation in what God is wanting to do listen I can't tell you this enough, but God is not intimidated by what you're, whatever you're facing over here. 
He is not intimidated in one, one bit, one little bit, by what is going on in your situation over there. He knows all about it. He knows about every circumstance that you're dealing with. He knows about every kind of complication that you think is a part of that situation. He knows the ins and outs of the situation. He knows the uh, beginning of that situation. He knows the principles involved in that situation. He knows everything about that situation, but it doesn't intimidate him because he's looking at your situation from a totally different perspective. He's already taken care of the problem. You just haven't gotten his perspective about the problem. You're not seeing it like he's seeing it. You're not grabbing a hold of what he's seeing. You're not getting it. You're not thinking it through or something. I, I don't know how to say it any differently, but something's missing in your capacity to understand. He's already taken this thing and he's already dealt with it and the resurrection is already on its way. Come on, amen. That's what we've got to see. Uh, let me explain it this way. Here in this text, this woman is being used by God to initiate her turnaround. So he looks at this woman over here. He looks at her problem. He goes over here and he fixes the problem. Okay? It's fixed. It's done. Come on, amen. It's taken care of. Come on, how many know he's a good God? He wants to bless you. Come on. He wants to be good toward you. So he saw her problem. He comes back over here. He fixes the problem. He sees her state. He goes over here, gets her fixed up. He comes back over here, but she's still messed up, and she can't see anything but her problem. That's all she can see. All she sees is her problem. He comes back and all he sees is it's fixed over there. And so he comes back over to her and he says to her, Woman, sing. That's what he does. And God can't understand. He's over here. Come on, come on, sing. Celebrate. Rejoice. And he can't understand why she's still moaning and groaning. He comes to her and says, now celebrate. And God can't understand why is she still having a pity party over this thing. I fixed it over here. I found the problem. I fixed it over here. Honey, just sing. Sweetie, just sing. I wonder if God says sweetie. <laughs> Darling, just sing. Celebrate. Rejoice. When he knows what he's got fixed for her, over there. But her problem is... She's in the natural. She can't see the supernatural. All she can see 
is her brokenness. All she can see is her lack. All she can see is her deficiency. All she can see right over here is what's going on in her situation and her circumstances. And she got all the details about it. Particularly if she's a woman. Okay, sorry, I'm not, I went overboard. All she can see is her barrenness. All she can see is her rejection. All she can see is her persecution. All she can see is her depression and discouragement. And God isn't looking at that anymore. Because once he has fixed your future, over here, he throws your past away. So you are no longer by yourself in this thing this morning. Oh, God. You have divine help. Oh, you have a prophetic intercessor. You have someone going to the throne on your behalf. You have a God who loves you. You have a God who sent his son Jesus to die for you. You have a God who when Jesus went to that cross, he suffered stripes so that you can be healed. Thank you, Lord. Come on. Thank you, Lord. He was chastised for your iniquities. Oh, man. I mean, you name it. You claim, whatever. I mean, it's all there. He's already done it. It's already done. But you're over here. Oh, God, help me out of this thing. Oh, God, get me out. Oh, God, I don't know what. And he's fixed it a long time ago. And all he's coming back over to you, he's saying, sing. Just sing. That's all I need you to do. Just lift your hands and worship. Just thank me for what I've already done. Yes. Just rejoice and celebrate for the work that's done. It's already done. Come on. This is not hyper faith. This is God. Amen. He's done it. Just sing, woman. And man, <laughs> just in case you thought I'd leave you out. That's all he's saying. And that prophetic intercessor, listen, who is singing with you? Who is rejoicing with you? Not based upon where you are, but based upon where he's taking you. Come on, amen. I think today we need to join our intercessor and sing. Come on up, Sue. Come on up, team. We need to sing. We can go through this communion thing and just do it by road again and take the cup and take the bread and eat the cup and eat, uh, drink the, I mean, drink the cup and eat the bread and uh, hallelujah. Anybody have, have a need? Okay, let's pray. No, 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 no. Not today, dear one. Not today. No, no. We are going to sing. Amen. Amen. We're